what is up coming to you live from the jungle the home of our little tiger it's time for another episode of dre's geek philosophy podcast episode 268 it is march 7th 2022 and how are you guys doing i know that's more of a rhetorical question if you're listening to the audio but that's more for our live audience we broadcast every monday night at some point, right now it's currently 9.42 in the post-meridian, if you're watching this live, and you can participate live if you catch us on facebook.com forward slash Podcast. And uh, in the last week, we're exhausted. <laughs> Both Rosa and I are tired. We are working ourselves to the bone. Uh, more so, Rosa... <laughs> She's taken on extra projects. She's gone back to school. She is uh, still being a mom at the same time. It's a lot of juggling. I, I've, I've never seen so much juggling in my life. You're a professional juggler, not a clown. Don't, don't, don't uh, disseminate yourself. Don't sell yourself short. You know, like a, a clown implies that you don't know what you're doing or you're being silly. Like you're a juggler. You are doing this professionally you could be juggling chainsaws i'm sure that's what it feels like right now yeah i'm trying to do school and an extra project on the side and work and take care of our adorably smart tiger so for for those of you who follow me on social media he is amazing yeah exactly he's so uh awesome a (laughs) This little dude. So we figured, okay, when we need to talk about something, we don't want to trigger and say, oh, let's talk about the YouTube video that he likes. Oh, let's talk about cookies. We've been using Pig Latin. But this past weekend, this little dude, I mean, I guess it's Ookie K still is kind of obvious, but I, it shouldn't be that obvious for a child who's barely going to turn 26 months in two days. <laughs> it shouldn't be that obvious if you say, oh, I picked up some Ookie K's. And the dude in the backseat yells, Cookies! <laughs> he knew. Or, oh, did you saw my Eole the Uctray? He's like, Leo, Leo, Leo the truck. I'm like, really, child? I mean, I, 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 I was astounded at the fact that our little man is just like, oh, yeah, you guys are just mixing up the words. Yeah. You said Leo the truck. You said cookie. It's like... I, 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 I forget how old I was when... I, I, I was at least in elementary school when I figured out Pig Latin. And then my, my parents, they used like a the Spanish version of Pig Latin, which was very, very complicated. Like, it, it's not even like moving the word around. It's literally just replacing the back half of the word with a, like a la or a fa. It's straight up just like, you know, I, like, and like they did it in Spanish and did that, so it was very like, very specialized. <laughs> and and you should try to talk to mom like that. No, I, I, I can't. I can't. When we see my mom on Sunday, when we take the adorable little grandson to go see grandma, and and and, and his unky. Uh, no, I, I figured it out when I was a kid, but my brain isn't as sharp now as it was then, probably. <laughs> Because I, I, I clearly remember we were, we were driving down Atlantic Boulevard, 
crossing Reagan where the where the hats. I remember exactly where I was when I was sitting in the back seat, and my parents were discussing something they didn't want me to know, and they're going afa lafa 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 and I was like, this word, that word, and that word. I just said it out loud, and they both like turned around because we were at the light, and they're like, no, you didn't. I'm like, what? You guys said those things, right? Right? And they were so they didn't they didn't talk. <laughs> the rest of that I mean <laughs> whatever they were discussing, they realized now we can't talk in front of them at all. <laughs> Cause I sat there and I was concentrating because they'd always break out their little laugh laugh. And I just I like I remember sitting there, I was concentrating, I'm like, What are you saying? Okay. I think they're saying something about I, I must have been like like fourth or fifth grade, maybe maybe it was middle school. I think I had to be a little sharper. I think I, was, I think it was might have been middle school. I just I still have this sense memory of like. By the time he's three, he'll know everything. Grandma won't be able to use her special secret language because he'll 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 figure it out. Yeah, it was just so yeah. For Ty to do that to us at two, like I, I didn't figure out Spanish secret language till I was like ten or eleven. But this dude at two years and two months and try maybe stuff that's not so obvious because <laughs> obviously ookie k it still sounds like cookie. <laughs> like that's it's still obvious, but it shouldn't have been for a two-year-old. Like if he was four, yeah. I mean, I'd be like, okay, that's that's normal. That's fine. Our neighbors are just moving furniture around in the kitchen. Unless Tiger is like throwing things in the bathroom, like they're throwing things around in their bathroom or their kitchen. I don't know. There, there's some furniture moving around next door. There's, there's something like. I, I I thought it, I felt like before when they first moved, it was just like a single dude living in there, but now I feel like like his mom has like moved in with him or something, and the place looks completely different because I try not to look in there, but I do because I'm nosy, and uh, and it's completely different from when they first moved in because it was a very Spartan kind of like oh a dude lives here mm-hmm. apartment, and now there's like there's a desk at the window there's a tortilla maker right over here like there's like a big old tortilla maker back here like the kitchen is like completely different now because it used to just be table okay because it was just the dude but now it's like dude like his lady and then like his mom or his lady's mom like there's more people there because it used to be like dead next door maybe someone's sleeping on the couch i don't know Maybe they're taking turns. I don't know. All I know is that, no, there's times where I come home and, like, the, the mom is just sitting in the corner because, like, the, sh- the the windows are, mm-hmm. the blinds are open. Mm-hmm. And the mom's, like, in the corner, like, right where, like, I'm sitting mm-hmm. on her desk looking at her computer or whatever and the TV. <laughs> yes, please continue to fill my brain with doubt of my own sanity. <laughs> Dracy's Ghosts. Some oh I was looking at Instagram, and then I come across um, the like Lincoln Heights historical you know Instagram or whatever, and then there is a 
post about a man who killed his wife like in his 70s right and and she was like in her 70s and he thought that she was cheating on him and he was a contractor and he killed her strangled her and then he put her in the wall yeah and like about to say it was like righteous gemstones like the only way that um the the cop found the the body was because he noticed that there was fresh paint and he was like mm, okay interesting so now they you know they i forget what they call it the, the it's a but it's a haunted house like for real on the corner of in in lincoln heights somewhere and the um i think it's 74 or something anyway this guy um like just left he he didn't like nobody knows what happened to him right but well, the wife the wife's go the the yeah mm-hmm. the wife's ghost is still there though like she, it is a constant also because um is the people who bought the people <laughs> the people who bought the house there's like you know the people who are whenever buy, bought the house later in the years um um they they said that they were trying to redo the house, but that a lady it kept interrupting them on the side of the house, like trying to move them away or push them away or something. And they didn't know what was going on. And it was a lady in a, in a floral dress. And the reports show that the lady was wearing a floral dress when she died. Dun, dun, dun. Scary. Oh my God! Whatever your contract is, they'll bury you in the. They'll put you in the wall. That's why you listen to the the that Bowery Boys podcast. You get all the all the dirt about your favorite place on Earth, New York. <laughs> there, there, there is. Dead history. Enough about death. Let's talk about the righteous <laughs> gemstones. No. I feel like I haven't talked about that show on the podcast at all. I feel like it's been like I we enjoy the daylights out of it, but like I I, I forget by the time we come around, we by the time we come around to record the show, I don't even think about. Oh yeah, but then I, I don't know. I feel like it's a very niche show. I don't think it, it's not something that HBO like puts a whole lot of like promotion behind it's like if you're a fan like if you like eastbound and down and you like vice principals or you yeah no that's i I think i feel like this one probably got more promotion than the other two but it's just like i don't see it like ever the, the way hbo like puts stuff out there all the time for all their other shows i feel like the 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 promotional budget the production budget is obviously very high for the righteous gemstones, but I feel like the promotional budget is like, eh, maybe we'll do a billboard somewhere. Don't you think, don't you think uh, they should put more money into? Oh yeah. Obviously, but I think nowadays it's because of the whole streaming thing. It's it's so weird now. It's it's it, it's hard to quantify uh, R- ROI. It's mm-hmm. it's hard to return on investment. It's hard to quantify that. But I didn't want to cheapen the experience by saying ROI, so I said return on I know. And I said it. <laughs> it's your show. You can say it. I, I know. Okay, so I'm going to stop interrupting my wife. My wife's trying to do her. My wife. My wife. I did that to Anthony like twice this morning. <laughs> I know. 
It's like he didn't know that the, the, the he was stepping on the mine over and over. Because <laughs> he, he doesn't listen to Douglas movies, so he doesn't know that like if someone says my wife, they're gonna get they're gonna get my wife. <laughs> Get, get, yeah, go get back to your homework. I, I will continue. So, yeah, we, we ever since we renewed our HBO Max, we're we've actually been getting a lot of use out of it. The, the wife watched, the wife and I watched all of uh, uh, Peacemaker. We watched all of Righteous Gemstones. We watched, uh, and just like that, we watched a whole lot of stuff. And last night, I watched uh, something that I, I was very excited for when I, when I saw the trailer drop. Uh, it's called Winning Time, the story of the Lakers' Showtime dynasty. Now, a- anyone who's known me for a, a, a long period of time knows that I used to be a very big Laker fan. And the root of my Laker fandom, aside from being a child of Los Angeles, was I grew up like when, when I could, when I realized stuff was on the TV and I could see it, like, you know, in 84 and 85, I was watching the Lakers. Uh, lose in 84 because I think there was <laughs> I, I wish I could find the journal uh, there was a school journal I remember drawing a Laker jersey and a, and a Celtics jersey what, in, in 1984 when the Lakers lost to the Celtics and then going to school and being very sad about it back when I used to allow sports to rule my emotions and so that 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 was always the route that you know, the the Lakers being champions and then going to Dodger games with my family, that that is that is the root of my sports fandom. I grew up in L.A. around the time when it, it was a city of champions. That's a, that's literally what um, if you go to Inglewood, that that was the uh, the motto of the city. It was city of champions because the the Lakers were there and the Kings were there, but mainly the city of champions because of the Lakers because they won several titles. In the, in the 70s, and then a lot in the 80s, and then a, f- a few in the in the new millennia. But yeah, uh, I so with with all that being said, I had a very uh, personal investment in watching the, the, this show. I was like, oh, what they're they're making a show about the Lakers, and then to top it off, it's um being produced in, uh, I think he uh, he directed the first episode, Adam McCabe. Uh, if you don't know his name, then you'll know his work. Uh, Anchorman, Step Brothers, uh, The Other Guys, uh, more recently, The Big Short, Vice, and uh, Don't Look Up. Uh, frequently, he, he, he teamed up with uh, Will Ferrell to make funny things, but ironically, some of the background on this show, uh, this show was kind of the, the root of his falling out with Will Ferrell. I guess Will Ferrell was dead set on playing Laker owner uh, Dr. Jerry Buss. He, he wanted to be Dr. Buss on this show. And uh, it, it, as far as uh, the creators were like, no, oh, that didn't work. They, they had hired uh, Michael Shannon to be Dr. Buss, but he, he had to drop out for, for a conflict and they needed a, they needed a replacement actor ASAP, but they didn't want to go to Will Ferrell they ironically went to John C. Riley, you know, the the man who we know from you know, Step Brothers and and uh, Talladega Nights, a frequent uh, co-conspirator with 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 Will Ferrell, and I guess that that caused an even bigger because they went to John C. Riley instead of going back to Will because Will's like I want to be Doctor Bus, but I, I I think especially after watching. It's a brotherly betrayal. Yes, that's right, Ryan. It's a brotherly betrayal. <laughs> and uh, I, 
time that they, they went to John C. And I think, especially after watching last night's first episode, oh, it worked. All, I think John C. Riley as Doctor Bus works a million times better than than Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell is funny, but I I don't think I would have been able to like imagine Will Ferrell as Doctor Bus, even though like John C. Riley has his own little style, like just the. The, the way they, 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 they dressed him up and they, they did his hair, like, I can buy him as Jerry Buss. More so than I would have been able to sit there and be like, hey, look, it's Will Ferrell doing a Jerry Buss impression. <laughs> yeah, and, I, I, and I, I don't want to go too far out on a limb, but I'm assuming Adam McKay and the rest of his creative team probably felt the same way. <laughs> like, you know, because, you know, Will Ferrell also grew up in Southern California. He probably has a, he, well, we know he has a big affinity to, Los Angeles sports. He's always at the USC football and basketball games, and I'm sure he he has a great affinity to the Lakers. He I'm sure he felt personally invested. He wanted to to, to do it. I, I I don't know. Um, uh, Ryan here on Facebook Live thinks he would have been able to pull it off. I, I don't know because this is this is Doctor. But uh, I one just visually, you just you're just gonna see Will Ferrell. You're not gonna see Doctor Bus since he's like way too tall. He he would have been a he would have been as tall as the actor they hired to play Magic Johnson. There would have been, I don't know, I, I, I just don't see it. I mean, granted, I, I remember during my movie challenge, I remember those, there was this one dramatic movie that uh, Will Ferrell did, which I actually, I, where he did pull off being dramatic. I didn't just sit there and go, hey, look, it's Ron Burgundy. Like I always do when I when I see him in a movie, I'm like, okay, wh- what wild and crazy thing are you gonna do this time, Will? <laughs> you're gonna be a wacky elf. You're gonna be a wacky anchorman. You're gonna be a wacky waste car driver. You're just gonna be wacky. And then the, I believe the movie was called Everything Must Go. He, he, he played a, a man who his wife had left him, and all his stuff was on the on the lawn of his, of his house, and he couldn't go in, so he just lived <laughs> on the lawn. <laughs> And it was it was very sad, and then yeah, you find out. I mean, spoiler alert: if you've never seen this movie, you find out it's his best friend that his wife left him for. Oh my god, horrible, horrible, horrible! But I remember that that was one where I was I actually was able to suspend my my disbelief of of that's Will Ferrell being wacky because he actually was kind of very emotional. Oh, he just did, okay, Ryan Tanaka here on Facebook Live says uh, that Will just did a series called The Shrink Next Door, which was kind of dark, and he did really well. Yeah, I, I don't doubt that he, he can, he has dramatic chops. It's just, I really feel visually it would not have, like, yeah, yeah a, a, a six foot four or whatever, however tall Will Ferrell is, Dr. Bus. With with his, his, with his very distinctive Will Ferrell face, I don't think it, it, it worked. The first time I saw John C. Riley as 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 Doctor Buss, I'm like, oh, that totally works. And the other like l- casting I didn't realize was gonna be as amazing was uh, the 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 actor they cast to be uh, Jerry West, who at the time in 1979 was the was the coach of the Lakers, and he just I think he would go on to stay as as their general manager. Uh, they they got an actor, uh, Jason Clark. He, he's a guy you've seen in a bunch of movies, but you don't know his name. And uh, his uh, portrayal of a very angry, very miserable Jerry West was it. it it's it, it's 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 hilarious. I I think I I feel like some people might be um 
what do you call it? It, it? Some people might think it takes away from the show, but it, it just delights me with the, the gusto that this actor goes in of being this m- this miserable basketball player <laughs> turned miserable basketball executive. Because I, I, being a big basketball fan, I always heard that a uh, uh, poor Jerry West was like he he was rarely ever happy, but that. The, Unfortunately, I feel like that's the plight in life when in sports. It, it, there's not a lot of joy because uh, the, 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 the equation I always say, like, okay, there's like, you know, 30 teams every year. Only one team gets to be champion. Only 12 guys get to be champion. And then there's 29 times 12 plus, you know, 29 coaches and, they, and 29 owners that are just mad, varying degrees of mad depending on how close or how far they are away from winning that championship. And, uh, and they, they did really, they, they really use a lot of the, the Adam McKay-isms, especially if you've seen, you know, Big Short or Don't Look Up, like the, the more recent stuff. Um, the other guys, uh, uh, the other guys was, a, was that big shift for Adam McKay where now he, he's making stuff with more of a message instead of like, race car <laughs> redneck race car driver or <laughs> or crazy anchorman now, now everything he does it's still like there's the comedy is still there but now it's like you're laughing because it's so awkwardly true <laughs> like, like like I don't know how many times I was like laughing to hide the pain during um don't look up I'm like no this is accurate this is very funny because this is exactly how uh, civilization would end <laughs> Not by cooperation, but but how much money can we make? (laughs) I think we can make a lot of money off of this asteroid. (laughs) If we just kind of stop it halfway, we can can really take care. There's a lot of rare materials on this asteroid. (laughs) Sidebar, I really love how polarizing that movie was. A lot of my friends loved that movie. A lot of my friends hated that movie. I guess it. I guess it depends on how cynical you are. I loved that movie, but I'm also very cynical about our world. So it's like watching the Earth get blown up by an asteroid. I'm like, yeah, that's how. That's how we should go. <laughs> like, I'm like, this seems about right. I, I don't want to go, but I understand. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> but yeah, this show, like, it's yeah, it, it's a drama but it's still Adam McKay so there's still like a little snarkiness there's still little parts are like oh you gotta laugh at that oh like a lot of the I guess a lot of the Jerry West stuff is really played for for physical like awkward comedy it's like he's watching him just like exaggerate how unhappy he was and then they, they show Kareem Abdul-Jabbar which uh, me he's always been the captain it's like you know just a thoughtful man, but like in, in the show, they, 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 he's a younger Kareem. He's still like in his, you know, I think at this at, this, at that point he'd be in his mid to late thirties. Uh, they they show him. Uh, there's a scene where they show him filming an airplane, because he he was also an actor at the same time, and it was just really funny. Like <laughs> the aftermath of like him. Like, it, it, I, I, I honestly don't want to spoil it because my wife didn't watch it last night with me. She, she can't hear anything. But I don't want to give too much away for her. I want her to, to, to enjoy it as much as I did. Because 
it was just really funny. Because, yeah, both, uh, I believe, uh, I've, I've been looking at some articles for, for this show. I was both Magic and Kareem. Uh, did not approve of their portrayals in this show. I guess so the 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 producers reached out to them. They wanted them to uh, to, to see it. They they wanted them to know about it. But I guess uh, since it's all based on a book, I guess they don't like the contents of the book. I guess maybe it tells a little bit too much of the truth. Which remember, I think most people they want to they want to control uh, their own history. You know, history is written by the winners. And sometimes uh, there, there's stuff that you don't want to you don't want to bring up. <laughs> There's stuff that you know you leave when you tell the story of yourself. You you're not gonna put all the blemishes in. Well, some people will, but uh, if you're like a, a big philanthropist, rich man like Magic Johnson, or you're you're a poet scholar now like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you want to leave out the stuff of like being you know I was a jerk back then, <laughs> but no, I wasn't. I was I was never a jerk. I was never mean to anyone. <laughs> I was I wasn't cheating on my girlfriend slash wife all the time. No, <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> so yeah, they, they don't approve of it. But the the one cool thing about the show is um there's another Laker, uh, Norm Nixon. Apparently, his son is playing him in this show, which I thought was really cool. So they they do have one Laker from that era who can corroborate some of this stuff from the book. Uh, so I thought that was a really nice touch. It was a very akin to um, O'Shea Jackson Jr., aka Ice Cube, or Ice Cube's son, playing him in the in the Straight Out of Compton. It was a similar type of casting, and I I did love that the the, the actor they cast for Kareem. He is like a legit like six foot ten, like so he 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 has the gravitas and the height of uh, back then. I remember like the tallest man I'd ever seen seven two. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Just, uh, I remember a giant. I remember uh, again back to my childhood fandom. I remember when 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 Kareem was retiring. I'm like, they'll never have a big guy like that again. <laughs> They're never gonna find a player like that. And then fast forward however many years, Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> but the show, yeah, I, it 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 is off to a very strong start. Uh, they 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 um. It, it is clearly a, a fictionalized version of what happened back in '79, going forward. But as it is for me, as long as I'm entertained, that's all I care about. They they can fudge the truth a little bit for all I care. Uh, I I know how the story ends. I just I, I care about having fun on the journey. I don't care if the like oh, this was not historically accurate to. Uh, Jerry West didn't break his trophy. Da ba da ba da ba da. Like, nah. I don't care. Am, am I laughing? Am I being? Am I intrigued? Yes, I love. <laughs> was Doctor Bus for, there for everything? No. I, I was reading, literally reading an article of, about that right before we came on the air. It's like, oh, it wasn't. It wasn't Doctor Bus who who saved the day. It was it was someone else who saved the day during this one dramatic scene during the first episode. And I was like, ah. I, I don't care. I'm entertained, and this series looks like it's going to entertain me. Because originally, I think it was supposed to just be a mini series, but now I've been reading stuff like they want to do a second season. Where and then the, the rumor is, oh, the the second season might be uh, the Shaq and Kobe Lakers, and I was like, oh boy, <laughs> that will be interesting <laughs> if they if they if they somehow pull the trigger on that. Oof. <laughs> 
I, I'd love to see the, the actor Jason Clark with they put age him up a little bit more and have him be <laughs> the Lakers GM at that point, landing Shaq and drafting Kobe. <laughs> and having him just continue to be like, oh, this is the most stressful thing I've ever done in my life. Oh, I hate everything. <laughs> Uh, but so far, highly high, highest possible recommendation, Winning Time. Uh, it's on HBO Max. I don't know if they're showing it on regular-ass HBO, but it's for sure on their streaming platform. Yeah, their first episode is available now on HBO Max. This is not a plug. I would love for them to sponsor me, and I could get a free subscription to HBO Max, but I, I'm fine with, with splitting it with my boss at the moment. <laughs> Speaking of my boss, my boss was in a YouTube video over the weekend, and it was hilarious. Uh, if, you, if you go find a gentleman by the name of John Riggs on, on YouTube, you get to see a little piece of, 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 the, of, of where I work. They, sh- they show uh, uh, some of the, the crazy display area of where myself and my wife work, but my wife. My wife. She's more, she, she works on the admin side. And actually, technically, I work primarily on, on the admin side, too. I, don't, I really don't get to go into the warehouse anymore. Today, I was tethered to my desk for for half the time. The other half of my time was sorting out video games. But but that's just Monday for you. Yeah, there's, there's a crazy YouTube video where my, my boss, I guess, because previous weekend was the SoCal Retro Game Expo. And I guess the, the boss met some uh, some fun YouTubers. And I guess it worked out. Like, hey, you took them on a little trip, so they, they, they got to see Gaming Shangri-La, i.e. The, the, the warehouse I work at. It's like, oh my god, there must be like a million games here. And then I, all throughout the day, I kept making the, the joke. I'm like, oh, here's the accurate number of how many games are here, which is higher than a million. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it, it was just it's just funny to, to see my boss kind of like, like, he... Your boss looks a lot longer than I thought I'd be. <laughs> a lot older or longer? I don't know if autocorrect sniped you there, Ryan. <laughs> the the YouTuber dude. He he. That guy is like seven feet tall. <laughs> that guy was he, he was huge. The the guy who 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 did the video younger. Oh yeah, my boss is younger than me, but he he has uh, older brothers who are also in the business as, as as well. He's a lot younger. Yes, my my boss is younger than me, but I I, I do I do yell at him. I yell back at him. <laughs> Often, yes. <laughs> my wife says often, and she she usually gets to hear me yell back at at my boss. <laughs> you guys yell at each other. We yell at each other. It's fun. Uh, I think my boss likes that I fight back because everyone else is like, "Yes, boss. Hey, boss. Okay, boss." And then me, I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he he fires that back at me too. <laughs> he he likes having an uh, unprofessional playmate. <laughs> Yeah, it was a funny video. Like, it actually, because he was in a video like a couple years ago with these other jokey YouTubers. This was actually was was a much more professional. Even even though I really respected the fact that the, the these guys really like 
they, they really understood the gravitas of where they were. Where like for me, uh, me, me and my office mate, we were like la- kind of like laughing about it. We're like, oh, wow, we're just we're so used to just being here with you know this world of games. Like a you, you said a couple of like normal nerds who've never seen this before in here, and they're just like uh, like do I do I like whoa what the and it was nice watching the video scene like oh I remember when I felt that that way you know three years ago the first time I I got to actually take a walk around the warehouse I'm like you guys have all the what (laughs) I I was like Gohan and Dragon Ball as he abridged what (laughs) it's every PS2 game ever made what (laughs) what nerd what? <laughs> Just kept saying, what? No, this doesn't make sense. And now it's my new normal, but watching them lose it with, with that, uh, in that video, it, it did bring me great joy, but also like, oh man, I'm such a cynic now. <laughs> it, it would take, uh, th- there was a, a middle portion of the video where my boss broke out his, his, his personal collection, stuff that I hadn't seen. And I was like, what the Bob has that? Bobby has this? What? Yeah, th- there was a little bit of what? <laughs> uh, Daniel Wong here on Facebook Live. Well, when you live at Disneyland, you stop seeing the magic. Yeah, yeah that that's true. It's like mm-hmm. Disneyland is still magical to me, but you know, if I worked there, sweaty costumes. Sweaty costumes. I'll never forget like being. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time the magic was a little bit like smudged for me was when I. When I uh, w- with marching band and I, I got to do the parade and I got to see everything behind Main Street I'm like oh <laughs> the magic was smudged a little bit but then I was away for several years <laughs> now I'm just looking forward to when a Disneyland employee can sneak the three of us or maybe just me and Ty if you don't want to go <laughs> if, a, if a Disneyland employee can, can smuggle us in okay mama's not missing out on free Disneyland yeah, marching band. <laughs> marching band dispelled the myth a little bit. I'm like, what? We're right behind Indiana Jones? <laughs> what? Look at all these facades. <laughs> now, now uh, I, I don't dispel the myth for myself anytime I'm there now. I just, I, I just take in the magic and just like, I just soak it in. I soak in the magic. When, when the wife sent me and my brother to, to Galaxy's Edge, I, I, I was a little boy. I was like, Millennium Falcon. But unfortunately, yes. But Oh, Daniel. It, 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 apparently, when we went for Marching Band, it made it more magical for him in a different way. <laughs> Understanding the logistics of everything. like How much work goes into creating the magic. He, he appreciates that. <laughs> you got some at Disneyland. Holy shit, Leia! I mean, granted, we we all changed in the bus, so that was a freaking crazy. <laughs> that was a crazy. There wasn't a, like a changing room for the marching band. We had to like do it on the bus. I, I don't I I don't remember how the how it worked. Honestly, in Ryan's opinion, seeing your kids enjoy it restores the magic. That that's what I'm. Uh, that is what I'm counting on because especially uh, yesterday and today, me and Ty were were playing uh, one one of our friends during a birthday. Do you need a charger? Your cable's in the bag, in my bag, I think. 
uh, I'm looking forward to like oh, so one of our friends bought us a, a set of the Disney toys. Is it in there? The the, the magnet? No, not the magnet. The the, the battery charger. Okay. I hope it's in there. Maybe I left it at work. I took it with me to work. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I need to help you because that bag is like, it's like a, it's, it's like a TARDIS. <laughs> it's bigger on the inside. <laughs> you found it? Is it in there? No. That's not, okay, then it's not in there. It must be on my desk at work. I'm sorry. Because it normally belongs in my bag. What are you talking about? The mine? No, but I'm talking about the, the other thing. I took the thing with me. The the, the battery. Yeah. The battery's normally in my bag. I know. I don't <laughs> Anyway. Tiger got a has one somebody bought him a set of the of of the little Disney figurines. And so now he knows Mickey Mouse, he knows Donald. Uh, he knows a Goofy. He knows Minnie Mouse. He knows Pluto. It, it's so adorable because, like, he sees Goofy and he goes, "Gosh!" Because I, 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 I'll, I'll do the voices for him as, as best I can. And uh, no, it's not there. When I set it up your, your, your charger the other day, I, I, it was still connected to the, to the thing. The cable still connected to the battery. Oh, Ryan here. He made the mistake of taking his son to the tram ride at Universal yesterday. <laughs> I can't imagine a three-year-old's reaction to Jaws. Oh, that was that probably sucked. <laughs> Reese is gonna have nightmares about sharks for the rest of his life. <laughs> Man, but yeah, no. The tiger is is familiar with with Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and Goofy, uh, like. Uh, Rosa picked up a, a puzzle of of Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, and we were doing that yesterday. We 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 watched a bunch of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. We were, we were singing the hot dog song, <laughs> and uh, it, so he he's familiar with Mickey. So uh, I'm looking forward in, in a couple of years. Either we 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 take out a mortgage, or <laughs> oh, when you guys went on backdraft, he tried blowing out the fire. Oh, or or the, the fire on on, J- on Jaws. He tried blowing out the fire. <laughs> Like candles. So adorable. <laughs> Little three-year-old <laughs> reacting to everything. See, that's... Uh, I, I'm looking forward when when Ty gets to... Gets his first trip to Disneyland. He's going to just be like, Dad, what is this place? <laughs> the hot dog dance. Hot dog. They might be giants. <laughs> A diggity dog. <laughs> so, well, see, Ryan and Dang, I don't know if you guys go on Reddit at all. But... I, I've learned of Reddit these last few months, and so recently I found a, a subreddit specifically for dads like us who have been exposed to a lot of children's programming. <laughs> it's like sub, it's like uh, reddit.com forward slash Daniel Tiger Conspiracy, where it's like parents commiserate there in that subreddit to discuss kid shows and or make fun of them and or share their conspiracy theories. <laughs> and there was one about Mickey Mouse Clubhouse where like, is the little tablet sentient? And someone replied, yes, of course. It's their God. He creates all these problems that are easy for them to solve because he'll have, <laughs> he'll ha- happens to have all the mouse tools to solve these problems and he amuses himself. 
watching Mickey and the gang solve all these problems <laughs> that he created for them. <laughs> and at the end, they must celebrate their victory by doing the dance of right, the hot dog dance <laughs> ritual. <laughs> but that, that post sent me laughing. I was dying when I was reading that and I replied to the post. <laughs> they must do their ritual dance, the hot dog dance. Hot dog. Dun, 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 dun. Hot dog. <laughs> that, that was fun. We, we had a dance party with Tiger yesterday as well. Oh, Ryan says, says, trust though, he'll have way more fun at Knott's, Camp Snoopy. You, you know what? You are correct. You are so right. I, I, I think I keep saying that to myself. That like, oh, I remember as a kid, you know, Disneyland was cool, but I think I, I was able to get on more rides at Knott's Berry Farm. There, there's like that, 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 there's that whole section just for kids. I, remember, I don't know if it's still the same as it was 30 years ago. But I remember there was, a, there was like a, a house of mirrors, which was kind of like a fun house. There was a little, like a little kid coaster. There's like the, there's a little push wagon. Like, the, like you can get in a little, little, it's a little train and you, you self propel yourself with a little lever. It's like a, well, like the like those little push carts on a, on, a, on a train. I remember I remember loving that when I was a little little kid. I remember every time we go, like the last thing we'd get on were these little push carts, and I didn't want to leave. Like no, I want to go again. There's no line. <laughs> I want to go again. I have so much fun propelling myself in these little trains, these tiny little trains. Even so, with a little one sitter. Oh, all of it is still there, plus a lot more. Oh, never changed Nutsbury Farm. Oh, that makes me so happy. They replaced that self-propelled wagon with a truck ride. That'll work for Ty. Ty loves cars. <laughs> with a truck ride. Oh, maybe too many kids got themselves hurt in the little self-propelled wagon. <laughs> so I just remember it was like, boom, 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 boom. You, you pumped. And the little track would, and the little truck would go, the wagon would go. It was like so, oh. I, I have very, like, again, sense memories. I have sense memories of my parents. Spanish Pig Latin, I have sense memories of being sad about the Lakers losing, and I have sense memories of Camp Snoopy being so fun. Spectacular Spider Ham. <laughs> Which, uh, another funny thing I realized, uh, uh, I guess, uh, I, don't, I don't know who got us the, the Spectacular Spider Ham book for Tiger's birthday. Whoever it was, thank you. Uh, because one of the first comic books I ever saw as a kid, back at Bella, for whatever reason, it was at the Bella Vista Library, which back in the days was like, it got room, it got moved to like move room one and room two for my fellow Bella Vista dragons, if you if y'all remember, because the library, the library was like room one and room two, and then they moved it to the old kindergarten room. Too much information, but nevertheless, when the the library was in room one and room two. They had a stack of comic books. I remember I grabbed the first comic book on the top, and it was Peter Porker, Spectacular Spider-Ham. I'm like, what is this? This isn't Spider-Man. This is Spider-Ham. And that, I remember that was one of the first comic books I ever got to like look through. And then now, 35 years later or whatever, my son, one of the first comic books he's got to read through one of the little golden books is Spectacular Spider-Ham. I, I love that symmetry. Love Bella Vista. Zero the hero. That's right. Ooh. Ryan Tanaka, you just unlocked 
a memory that was like locked away. I totally forgot about Zero the Hero. Oh my god, that was like a thing at the. So okay. I'm like, yeah, ten minutes on that. No, no, there won't be ten minutes on that because no, it's just like an old memory of just like some of the like all the little things about elementary school, like so much stuff. It's like I'm glad Ryan, your memory is better than mine. I, I totally forgot about Zero the Hero. I forgot which teacher. When when I was you know in fourth grade dressed up as Zero the Hero, but man, I had forgotten about. I I, I remember the other thing I remember I forgot if it was like in third or fourth grade, I remember the class of two thousand doing their little like little dance. It was like the the kindergarten the kindergartners that came in that were gonna graduate in two thousand. So I think it must have been like second or third grade for me then. It was if I graduated in ninety seven, then it was like three classes after me. So I must have been like in third grade, and those were the kindergartens, and they, and they had to do like a whole little song and dance that they were the class of 2000. I just remember being like, you're not special. But you did that at, not at yeah. Bella Vista. No, York Dam, you were HP. Wow, did they make every like, every kindergarten class that was going to graduate? Exactly, because you're a bunch of kindergartners. Class of 2000? What does that even mean? Right, and they meant like in 13 years you're going <laughs> to... What does that mean? I don't know what 2001 is. It's a big number. It's a big number. Just like in 1987 or 88, you're like, all right, I'm going to do this. <laughs> I, remember, I just remember like we, we all... <laughs> right? He's just a bunch of kindergartners. They put like a wish in a balloon, and then we let the balloons go. Oh, I that was a thing. That must have been like a freaking like government program or something. Like, all right, we have to honor all these children who are gonna graduate in two thousand. I thought it was just Bella Vista, but I guess I was like every <laughs> bunch of litter bugs releasing all those balloons and all all these little little wishes and hopes set off into the sky and popping. <laughs> Well, well, in your case, when you're in your Highland Park, is just winding up in Skid Row. And, like, it floats down the Skid Row, and all these homeless people are like, oh, what the hell is this? <laughs> oh, who would have been fake? I'm giving the wind too much credit. Downtown, downtown LA. Daniel Wong says, oh, in the year 2000. And then so many bird deaths. All those balloons going up and killing all the birds. What the hell is all this shit? Hold on, 1987, 1988. Oh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> Mylar balloons going into the power lines. <laughs> and Daniel says, not those kind of balloons. <laughs> Wasn't those. I'm sure it was nice, cheap. Whatever. The, mm-hmm, yeah. And Bella Vista Dragons. The Bella Vista Dragons. <laughs> that, that was a school mascot. We were, we were all dragons. And then we were Marauders, which was then retconned to Knights. Because <laughs> it was the Macy Marauders, because they wanted to keep the, the alliteration. <laughs> of course. And at some point in the, in, in the late 90s, they're like, we need to rebrand this, because Marauders is bad. <laughs> <laughs> And we're going back. It's like, you guys are the knights now? Oh, we were the marauders. <laughs> and then uh, and then you were a Spartan. Mm-hmm. 
Daniel and Ryan and me, we were all we were all Spartans here. <laughs> I think Warren just chimed in. Warren's a Spartan too. We're all Spartans. Remember one guy kept getting in trouble because he kept wearing a Michigan State hat. He was like, "It's Spartans," and they kept making him like take it off or like he couldn't wear it. You're not you're not supposed to. You're only supposed to wear a shirt gear. Not. Spartan <laughs> for the rest of you did go to three high schools. Yeah. What, what, what was Whittier? Do you do you remember what Whittier? I know the college is the Poets, but I don't know what the Whittier High was. Mm. Nah, it's not important enough to look up. <laughs> woot woot. Rest in peace, creator of the Taco Mambo. No, no, the, the 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 man who wrote the Daniel and Ryan. They know what I'm talking about. Oh right, that's right. It's a band thing. The Taco Mambo. Dun 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 dun. I told her forgot what you had told me. Yeah, I told yeah the rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Barry Ork. The good old Taco Mambo. Yeah, there it is, Barry Ulrich. I couldn't remember like his last name, Mr. Ulrich. I don't, I don't think I ever got to meet him. <laughs> I know, I know, he was a, a legend. But he, he wrote. Ah, uh, that's right. He came back in '99. That's right. In '99. That's right. I knew. I, I remember he had come back. I think I, I was gone by then. I think. I guess that means. Uh, well, actually, no. My brother would never run into him. Ah, he taught Ryan's mom. Mr. Ulrich ta- taught Ryan's mom. <laughs> so yeah, he taught Narumi. <laughs> I, I don't know about you guys. I still can't call him by by by, by his first name. Uh, I piss off Mr. LeBeau and I piss off Mr. Narumi all the time. I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll never. Uh, I can't call them their their government names. <laughs> I'll never call them their government names. Nah, Leonard. David, no. Y'all always be Mr. Narumi and Mr. LeBeau with respect on that name. <laughs> the respect. <laughs> see, I see. Uh, I know I can get into like really, really, really personal stuff here at the end because I know no one ever gets this far except for my wife. <laughs> and she's experienced a lot. Yeah, Mr. LeBeau gets mad. I remember I saw that Facebook post. It's like, do not call me Mr. LeBeau. I am David. I'm like, you are going to be Mr. LeBeau until I die. <laughs> Even after you die. <laughs> oh man, that's the that's the one thing I miss about working at Comic Galaxy. I loved running into Mister Narumi all the time. Yeah, he, he 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 is a man of the people. If you if you live in Monterey Park, you you're gonna see Mister Narumi. He he is a man of the people. He's always uh, bumping around uh, in one in one of his vans or whatever he's driving now. <laughs> I forget. He wasn't driving the van in the last time. I remember the last time I saw him. Ah, so yeah, you saw Mr. LeBeau in passing. He, Mr. Kim took over. AP. Uh, AP torture. I mean AP history. AP US torment. AP US Hofstetter. <laughs> and that, that, fool, that, that, man, that man called me Trotsky. Was Mr. Narumi in a Prius? Of course he is. He, he's a sensible man. <laughs> Mr. LeBeau was my mom's favorite teacher. He he was my favorite. He, he, him, yeah, LeBeau and, and Narumi, are, those, are my, those are my guys. They, they, they always be my all-time favorites, both of them. Uh, the, they respected me, so I, I gave them all the respect. They, they, they respected a, a, a snotty young high school student. 
that they, they knew I, I was too smart for my own good and too lazy for my own good. <laughs> they, 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 they saw the potential in me that I did not see. I'm like, why, why are you guys help me so much? <laughs> I don't Lebo, I, I don't know. I, I, I just call him Mr. Lebo. It's L E B O W, I believe. David Lebo. I, I, I annoy them all the time on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, those guys. I, 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 I always, for whatever reason, they, they saw they saw something. They saw something in me. But both of those guys. That they, they they saw the untapped potential. Like this, this guy is pretty sharp, but he's also really dumb. <laughs> how how is he both? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I'm a riddle in an, in an enigma. Ah, good old days. The the good old days. Yeah, that's, that's right. The last ten minutes of podcast always about really specific. Shit, just for for my Facebook uh, viewers. <laughs> oh, so last thing. Oh, last thing. Uh, the, the thing I want to talk about. Now that we got about eight minutes left here in, in in my book. So today I put out the first of a new set of videos. I I, I did one earlier. Uh, I'm 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 still workshopping the the name of what the what the videos were are gonna be. The wife is very, uh, very strongly trying to encourage me to put some branding on this. So, like, gaming, uh, gaming guru, gaming historian, gaming something or other. Uh, like, like today, for example, the, the video I posted on, on on our gaming channel on Facebook and also on our our YouTube page is how can you tell the difference between a first print game and a and a, and a non first print game on NES? Because you can, and I did a I did a seven minute video detailing it. And honestly, a lot of these videos are going to come from from, from work because uh, my, my, my lovely wife has to put up with a lot of dumbass customer service questions. <laughs> and so the, the reason I'm starting to make these videos is kind of for me to passively answer these questions in a very aggressive way. Because <laughs> we get a lot of dumb, dumb questions from, from customers through through our various portals where we sell video games. That is my favorite word. Which one? My favorite word. Which one? Dumb dums. Dum dum. All these all these dum dums. So I I'm going to be like I was I was joking with with Rosa before I came on. It's like, "Oh wow, if I just take the customer complaint emails and make a video a week, I'll have a video I'll have videos for the rest of my life and even beyond that." <laughs> There's just gonna be videos of me popping up on YouTube even after I'm dead. Because if I just sit down and and kind of passive aggressively reply to all these uh, uh, questions or complaints, insider knowledge. Yes, yeah, I, I did. It's funny on, on today's video. I did use like an insider term for like oh when a game does not get re reprinted. A game gets rebuilt. It's a it's a new build. Uh, that that's the insider term for for when they do it like it's not like a book where it's like a first print second print third print it's like oh it's what build is this is this you know and then and it, I don't think they even put a f- uh, like a first or second I I usually like even today I was like oh first print or like oh launch version of of a DS game it's like Nintendo kind of like tips it off on like if you go watch that video on YouTube I I show you all the little little hints it's like oh 
how do you know if you got a launch version or you got a a later a later build? And they're, they're, yeah, apparently Nintendo is very blatant about it. I think other companies are probably not as blatant. So Ryan, the, the Ryan here says that's why I quit doing IT. I can't stand the stupid questions. I'm like yeah, it's it's very similar because uh, many times my wife is forwarding me. Uh, uh, my wife is forwarding me uh, a lot of these dumbass questions, so, so, so I can help answer them for her. And and so now that that's gonna be the source of, of a new set of videos. And like right here, the the insider knowledge or game guru fuckers FAQs. <laughs> game guru frequently asked questions or game guru fuckers. <laughs> Rosa likes that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to come up, but but what's great is I, I'm gonna I'm literally gonna title the the videos like how one of these morons should be typing it into Google. That way, in the future, hopefully, instead of emailing my poor wife these dumbass questions, they can type the dumbass question to Google, and there'll be a video of me sarcastically telling them the answer or why they're wrong. <laughs> Layman's terms. Yeah, so that that that's uh, there's gonna be some videos I'll be doing. Hopefully, like I said, as long as we get dumb customer service questions, I'm gonna be able to produce videos. So that means I'm just gonna make videos for the rest of my life. <laughs> my life. And honestly, I feel like I could do like a year's worth of videos if I just go back to all the emails you've sent me in the last like three months. <laughs> if I just crank out a five minute video for each one of these dumb, I think yeah, the next one's either gonna be like, do video game vouchers expire? Why does Fortnite not have a disc? <laughs> Is this game fake? <laughs> oh my dumb. So much dumb. <laughs> yeah, I, I really love like I I, I I I went so far as to scan a copy of Fortnite just so I could help my wife like, like just my wife just shove it back in this person's face. I guess this person bought uh, you know, one of the Fortnite, uh, you know, packages that comes out. You're not buying Fortnite. You're buying like, you're you're getting in-game currency. You're getting like, you get like a Joker skin. Like it's like this thing called like the Last Laugh Bundle. I guess is the latest one. So you get you get you get to play as the Joker in Fortnite, and there's a bunch of like outfits and, and in-game money. And I think this lady who bought it on an undisclosed website. She put it on Walmart. No, no, I checked it. No, it was a Walmart question. <laughs> that's that's how I gauge how dumb the person is. Like, where did they buy it from? Did they buy it on eBay? Did they buy it on Amazon? Or did they buy it on Walmart? I'm like, oh, they bought it on Walmart. Ugh. And uh, yeah, it was like I was expecting a disc with this Fortnite, even though the front of the freaking package says game voucher no disc inside bing bong dum dums like there, there was a, for the, there's we have this other nba game that's let's game code only i made a label <laughs> that says in bold even though it already says on the package game disc no game disc inside i made a separate label <laughs> where i just slapped it on it i'm like no game disc. 
in big bold letters on a nice two by two two by two point two five by one point two five Avery label says no game disc. No. See, I'm making the horrible assumption that people are literate. Video game customer service is, is probably just as bad as IT customer service. Just like any, it's it's, it's customer service. It's not fun because after 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 the seventies and this whole notion that the customer is always right, it's given people this entitlement of oh, even if I'm wrong, I'm still right. I think this game you sold me was is is fake because it doesn't have the Nintendo address on the back and there's no there's no trademark logo on the ESRB logo so I want a refund but I also want to keep the game. I know, dude, that's the worst. And he, the, the dude just scamming us for the game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna keep the refund. I'm gonna keep this bootleg game, even though it's not a bootleg. Bro, you didn't get this from China. You got this from Brea Dog. <laughs> Man. Oh my god. Hold on. I got two awesome back to back comments I have to read out loud. Actually, three. Someone should make an autocorrect app that mocks you for your mistakes. That's pretty funny. Um, Ryan Tanaka did IT at Cal State Long Beach. So it was educated professors who think they know everything that was worse yes i you know what that is worse that that is really bad that is much worse than us dealing with a bunch of dumb ebay customers see and then and then daniel wong here says stupid customer service questions are my bread and butter i like to come up with new and creative yet sufficiently accurate responses <laughs> That reminds me of my days when I when I used to have to go out and do product demos for for Nintendo, and and I, and I and I pick and chose my spots when I wanted to insult someone intelligently, and then they just didn't know it. So like it makes me feel better, and they don't know they've been insulted. It just like, you know, this this is gonna get me through the next three hours of some, huh? No, the, I actually had a Facebook memory like that today. Let, let me, I, I actually, I know this Facebook memory from heart. I don't have to look it up. Some, some guy, I don't remember if it was a customer or an employee, at the, at the Best Buy in Fullerton, walks up to me and says, What's your deal, man? You're weird. And I replied to him without, you know, I, 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 I typed this all out because I did it in real life. No, I'm sorry, man. I suffer from educated ignorance. And he goes, What? Yeah, dude, I write my curses in cursive. Huh? You're welcome. And I walked away from him. And that, that, that legitimately happened. I hope that person didn't procreate. See, I, I don't remember if it was a customer, because I, I think it was a customer, because that's what threw me off the most. It wasn't like some employee asking me, like... But yeah, so I, I, I that was a Facebook memory from you know literally ten years ago, huh? Like I suffer. Oh, what's your vibe, man? I don't know what I was doing. I think I was probably frustratedly trying to explain something to someone. I don't know, or installing a 3ds or something. I, I was trying to think what was I doing in May of 2012. I don't know, or in March of 2012. It probably was some 3ds related thing. Um, 
and yeah, this guy is like, oh, what's your what's what's your deal, man? You're weird. Oh, I'm sorry. I suffer from educated ignorance. Huh? Because <laughs> I, I stole uh, full disclosure. I stole those lines from a Kanye West song. <laughs> full disclosure. <laughs> Well, now I have to. Okay, the last word. Hurdle. It was hurdle. So, yeah, you know, everyone, there's all these different games that we've all been playing. Uh, Wordle, or if you got a little deeper in the woods, is Quirtle, where you solve four words at once. Or if, if you're if you're lewd, like myself and my wife, you play Loodle, where it's a five-letter swear word. Unfortunately, half the time, it's a British swear word. Like, Fanny. <laughs> Fanny. So, Rosa last night discovered there was a music game called Hurdle, where... I guess it, it gives you like one second, and then it gives you like three seconds, then it gives you like six seconds. It keeps increasing the amount of song it gives you, and you're trying to figure out what who the who or the title. It, it would accept either or, right? Either the artist or the title. So like, oh, let's try this. This is fun. I'm like, ah, like me, like I immediately was like, oh man, if this is like anything modern, I'm dead. If it's anything sub two thousand, I'll be all right. But. <laughs> Like, like anything old, it has to be old. And so like, we were listening to it, and like, you, know, you get one second, like, pff, all right, screw that. And then we hazarded some random guess, right? Oh, your uh, Daniel says his nine-year-old is a beast at hurdle. <laughs> yeah, oh, the music one. Yeah, Dan- Daniel, Daniel's daughter. <laughs> The nine-year-old is a beast at Hurdle. Oh. She listens to all the popular music, so I'm sure she probably knows. So it goes all the way up to 16 seconds. Okay, yeah, so it's like one, three, six, whatever, up to 16. And so we were listening to it, and <laughs> Daniel says, she got today's song in not even a second. I'm like, what? That's, that's pretty awesome. If they make a 90s Hurdle, then I'm all about that. Maybe it was if they make a very specialized 90s Hurdle. Freaking Grandpa Hurdle, uh, freaking Gen X Hurdle, X Hurdle, X Hurdle, and so like we 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 progress through. It, this was yesterday's song, so we progress through it. Like, all right, okay, we have no idea. I'm thinking it's some sort of like modern rock band, like Muse or Arcade Fire. I kept like shooting those out. I was like, okay, no, it has to be this, and then you're. All <laughs> turtle, all turtle, 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 turtle. <laughs> and so I'm like, just like, oh, this this has got to be some sort of like, you know, modern pop band, like these these bands that I've heard of, and I only passively know the songs. We get to the end of it, and it's it's, it's a really heavy drum, <laughs> geriatric hurdle. There you go. I guess I would be like '70s hurdle, <laughs> which I would be good at too. But uh, <laughs> we get to the end of it, and I was just like, okay. I'm thinking it's, okay, this has got to be like Marilyn Manson's Beautiful People. This is the only thing I can think of. And then, like, I looked it up on my phone. I'm like, oh, no, it doesn't sound the same. What is it? We're just confused. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. Kanye West's Black Skinhead mm-hmm. from the Yeezus album. Um, keep in mind. 
I haven't listened to any of his the last two three albums. I have not like the first five albums in including Watch the Throne. Yes, I know. Like if it had been an older Kanye song, I would have got that like in a heartbeat. But I'm like, what? I I, I walked away, and at that same point. <laughs> Yeah, Daniel says that one was tough. I'm guessing your your daughter didn't wasn't getting that one. I'm guessing she didn't listen to Yeezus. <laughs> Don't worry, I didn't listen to that album either. I was like, I declared as soon as he became a Kardashian, I was like, I cannot trust this man's music ever again. <laughs> oh, Daniel, he, he I guess Daniel, he failed. That's why he recruited a nine year old for today. <laughs> daughter, what is this song? It's blah blah blah. It's Camelia Cabello. Or... I'm trying to think who who we've seen in, in SNL the last three seasons. It's Greta Van Fleet. It's uh, it's Charlie XOXO. Or <laughs> see that 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 would be my strategy. I would just start going through all the musical guests on SNL that we've seen for the last you know three four years. That'd be my my stratagem for for hurdle, but no. The second I remember, I, I remember I got up and walked away as soon as I saw it was Kanye's Jesus. Um, I got up and walked away, and then Rosa she declared, "We are never playing this game ever again." <laughs> and like me, I'm like, I want to try again tomorrow, but I don't know. I'm not confident. <laughs> it's like I like music, but I don't like old music. <laughs> I've become my parents. My parents only listened to music from the 70s and the 90s. Now, I'm the guy who only listens to 90s music in the, teen, in the 10s. And, the, and now the roaring, the, ro- the, the boring 20s. <laughs> it's not the roaring. The boring 20s. The boring 20s. No, the, it's, not the, it's not the roaring 20s like it was 100 years ago. It's now the boring 20s ever since we started the 20s of the pandemic. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the 20s, I'm... I'm I think I'm actually, I think I'm worse than my parents because they were listening to 70s music in the 90s. That's only 20 years apart. I'm listening to 90s music in the 2020s. That's 30 years apart. It's just not good. That's why. Facts. Arguments can be made. But, how are you going to deny, like, the RZA? You can't deny the JZA, the Ghostface Killer, the Wu Tang Clan. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Fuck with mothers nowadays, dude. I don't know. Did we listen to like shit? Moms would listen to like country music and Dolly Parton. Dude, Dolly Parton is kick-ass bitch, but like, come on. It's a little softer than Jizza. The Jizza. Rage Against the Machine. I know. Nirvana. Dr. Dre and Snoop. TLC, Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls. Well, Warren informs us here that one day Hurdle had Beyonce's song Halo. That was like 2000s, wasn't it? Okay, that, that entices me to want to play Hurdle, but I'm still just going to be a, a load of frustration for me. <laughs> I don't know if it. Anyone but you. They would exit on this song. And then I would catch a copyright strike. That's why. That's why I don't have a producer. That's why. I've, that's why Sam was quietly just exited out. No. 
I, I want to be able to confidently tell SoundCloud, no, there is no music on this track. <laughs> Even though I've... S- <laughs> At Dre GP... <laughs> Yes, go to YouTube, watch the video of me, my, my first, uh, like, it, my, 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 my nerd intelligence. No. No, two of those were produced in 2013 and 14, the others were produced in 2021. Yes. Magic. <laughs> Magic Johnson. That's what all the ladies called his dick. That's how he got the heavy. He was fooling around. We don't speak ill of Magic Johnson, no. but I gotta say those jokes though. <laughs> the heavy. It reminds me of that horrible joke from Family Guy. You got the. No, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna sing the song. It's a horrible song. I'm not gonna do it. The the evil the. No. Is this gonna be a shot you get? This is gonna be. They'll just include it with the flu shot in forty years. <laughs> Ryan is, <laughs> is typing it out. You've got AIDS, you've got AIDS, not HIV, you've got AIDS, full-blown AIDS. <laughs> if a barbershop will take something to you, it's not as bad. <laughs> Alright, I did it. This is where I get cancelled. Cancel culture right here. Well, this is where you get me, cancel I culture. Know. I don't know, what if they teach you guys in the church? Oh, wait, I want to so bad. We're here. We're here. <laughs> it was funny when I was in the shower. I was like, "Oh man, if Tiger ever gets famous, and they go back and they go through my podcast, they're gonna cancel him through me." <laughs> they're gonna go back and find, "Oh, look! Well, look at the ridiculous shit Tiger's dad said." And Tiger's gonna be like a famous like CEO of like Tiger Corp, and then they're gonna find all this stuff on YouTube and whatever Facebook is called, and like. 20, 30 years. It was called feta instead of meta. Feta. <laughs> like the fucking cheese. Yeah, you heard the joke, okay? It wasn't a good joke. I just... <laughs> I'm not going to die on that hill, but... <laughs> I needed to change meta, and the first thing I could think of was feta, okay? <laughs> They're not all good jokes, okay? <laughs> I, I write jokes for Jai, but I'm, they're not all good. <laughs> I take Jai's broken jokes and I fix them. <laughs> Have a good night. At Dre GB Podcast. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. YouTube, Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. We are we are actually getting close. I picked up four new subs ever since I started doing unboxing videos. There's people. You are an agent of chaos. This is why I married you. <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> The hurdy gurdy and the wordy wordy. The hurdy gurdy and the whirly dirly. The hurly. <laughs> now I'm just I'm just trying to get her to laugh now. <laughs> the whirly dirly and the hurdy gurdy. 
than when you discovered that there was a game called Hurdy Gurdy and you're like, what the fuck? There's a game called Hurdy Gurdy? <laughs> like I told my brother, the, the, the PS2, the GameCube, and the Xbox, that was like peak gaming because you could just make anything. <laughs> you can just make whatever and they would publish it. <laughs> you can make a game called Hurdy Gurdy. <laughs> Because my, my wife has to print out all the packing slips and all the, all the shipping labels for all the games. So she sees everything we sell every day. And one day she saw Hurdy Gurdy and she's like, what the fuck is a Hurdy Gurdy? <laughs> There's a game called Hurdy Gurdy. It's a little boy chasing a teddy bear and a giant monster chasing him. I don't know what it's about, but at least it's not grabbed by the ghoulies. Ghoulies in England is balls. Grabbed by the ghoulies. <laughs> Microsoft bought a company away from Nintendo and the first game they made was grabbed by the Ghoulies. <laughs> and anyone in America had no idea that Ghoulies meant balls. It's a British... It's, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be good for eight-letter loodle. Ghoulies. <laughs> Ridiculoodle. Ridiculoodle. Find us on YouTube to get all con our concentrated ridiculousness in shorter videos than this. Trace Geekflex. We're getting more subs, subscriptions. We picked up four new subscriptions in the last two weeks since I started doing unboxing videos, which means I am gonna have to do unboxing videos the rest of the week for the rest of my life. <laughs> my life. My life. <laughs> and finally, if you want to be awesome like Ryan Tanaka and Daniel Wong, and be a patron, where I, I should make funnier videos exclusively for my patrons. <laughs> I really should. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Dre's Geek Philosophy. That directly helps keep the lights on figuratively and literally on the podcast. And, and Ryan and Daniel have my gratitude forever. 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 I'll make sure there's like videos of me that get posted up on Patreon after my death. Forever. Forever. <laughs> Just for Ryan and Daniel. And 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 in the future, just in case if anyone else joins them, for for whoever future patrons are as well. <laughs> Thanks for watching, Ryan, Daniel, Warren. Thank you guys for being here live and being the real MVPs, <laughs> helping <laughs> join in this crazy train that that that, um, that myself and my wife took y'all on today. <laughs> crazy train. Crazy train. Dre NFTs. I will never make an NFT. <laughs> I I will. <laughs> Uh, I I can't speak for the 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 holders of my estate, aka my wife and Tiger, okay. but I I can't stop them from making an NFT of me after I die. But as long as I'm alive, there will not be a Dre NFT. <laughs> if there's money to it after I die, then by all means, make an NFT of me, honey. But Uh, I'm all about VFTs. I'm all about very fungible tokens. <laughs> yeah, Ryan, you don't want to get tossed in the in in Facebook jail unnecessarily. Oh, I think I'm making him stir because I'm being too loud. <laughs> all right, thanks for watching. Thanks, guys. You guys are awesome. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good night. Grab them by the ghoulies. Remember, grab them by the ghoulies.
and this I do for my wife. <laughs>